0: you're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tian with your market view. Now, business transformation is on our agenda today and tomorrow. And first, we start off by looking at how trade associations and chambers are helping firms in Singapore transform their businesses to become more sustainable and green. Now, you may have heard of this from our sister publication, The Business Times, but the Singapore Business Federation has recently launched a new map initiative to chart out a pathway to guide companies through every stage of their decarbonization organization journey. But how does this MAP initiative work? And to what extent would this help firms meet their green goals? And how can this help local firms improve their cash flows and their top and bottom lines? Now for more, let's speak to Tan Chiwi, Executive Director of Advocacy and Policy Division at Singapore Business Federation, who is on the line with me right now. Hi Chiwi, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me.
0: Good to have you on our show. And uh, Chiwi, this is the third iteration of the MAP initiative really to help businesses transform. The first two runs were rather sector-specific, but you're focusing on sustainability this time around. Why, at this point in time, have the rising energy prices made decarbonization and energy efficiency all the more important?
1: Well, with the government announcing the Singapore Green Plan 2030 and also a slew of targets and initiatives, including those for energy reset, Uh, it has certainly become a topic of interest and concern to businesses. This is not just the large companies, but also the small and medium enterprises as well. So the SMEs in particular are looking for assistance to help them with this green transition. And this time around, our MAP initiative is designed to do exactly that with a focus on energy consumption. All the more with the rising energy prices, uh, which is driving up uh, business costs substantially, and therefore, apart from the green agenda, we think that companies will be very keen to find out more about how they can effectively reduce energy consumption in their operations and save cost.
0: So, um, should we tell us a little more about the MET initiative? I understand you're working with Energy Market Authority, the GIC, Total Energies, and more companies to create pathways to guide companies throughout their journey towards sustainability. What does this mean? What kind of support do you provide Where do your partners come in?
1: Well, this initiative brings together experts from the public as well as the private sectors, uh, some of which you've just mentioned, to share insights and provide support to companies in a few areas. One is to showcase how other businesses have approached emission reduction. Two is to provide them with the necessary tools to measure energy consumption and carbon footprint. And third, and more importantly, is to introduce them to solutions that can help them reduce the consumption of traditional sources of energy. Uh, The process actually starts off with broad-based education on sustainability, like our recently concluded seminar, where we share about how businesses are directly or indirectly impacted by climate change, the importance of sustainability and climate disclosures to businesses, and how adopting green solutions will save cost, And then allowing participants to attend small workshops to have a better understanding of the available tools or solutions out there like using AI or an IoT to reduce energy consumption, say in a building, taking consideration the effects like uh, occupancy, weather conditions, and then even one-on-one consultations with uh, experts who can access their company's sustainability level, prioritize the initiatives with the biggest financial and strategic impact, and develop an action plan for the company. Many of these actually will be free of charge to the companies who participate with us. However, if the companies wish to pursue deeper engagements with the respective solution providers or consultants, then they will take it outside of the initiative.
0: Jiwi, so maybe share with us a little bit more about the effectiveness of these initiatives. How effective have these initiatives been and how do you measure the effectiveness?
1: Well, this is a pilot for us, right? So uh, it's intended to be used to gauge the responses. And then we will also receive feedback from companies participating in the initiative. Uh, apart from, to be honest, apart from the first seminar that we have run, uh, the other programs have not started yet. so it's. A little too early to comment, but suffice to say that uh, we will actually be uh, polling our participants along the way as they take part in those workshops and uh, one-on-one consultations. And certainly, uh, through the feedback, it will allow us to recalibrate and adjust so that we will better suit the needs of the participants.
0: Let's talk about money. Going green is one thing, but firms must be able to have something financially to gain out of it as well. Uh, To what extent do you think the initiative will benefit firms' finances, their cash flows, their top and bottom lines? Do you have any examples or any case studies, maybe not in this particular program, but a similar program that you think you can draw parallels from? Sure. So I
1: think businesses out there think that going green is a costly affair. Yes, indeed, uh, admittedly, there will be cost involved, but I believe it will ultimately benefit them in the long run. I understand that given the current volatility in the economy, where businesses are coping with uh, rising business costs, inflation, manpower crunch, sustainability may not be high on their priority list. However, we are trying to help companies appreciate that beyond cost considerations, there are gains to be made from investing in sustainability now. In the short term, of course, uh, I've already mentioned, uh, with escalating energy costs, they really can take steps to alter or streamline processes to reduce energy consumption and save costs. The other point is that consumers are increasingly demanding for eco-friendly and sustainable products. So businesses that do not respond promptly to such demands will also lose up. One of the examples uh, I would like to share would be of our panel member from our recent event. Uh, The company is called DTC Corporation, which specializes in premiums and point-of-sale merchandise for MNCs. In order to be able to bid for a contract with an MNC, the company has got to fulfill certain sustainability audits imposed by the MNC. And depending on how well the company does for the audit, The company may only be allowed to service one country, a region, or worldwide. So thankfully, they were able to demonstrate that they were sourcing materials responsibly, and they were awarded a global contract. The lesson we can draw from this is that sustainability has become an imperative for a lot of these SMEs who are trying to bid for jobs with the MNCs. And so, if you do not respond in a timely fashion, that can hurt their bottom line eventually.
0: We are now speaking to Tan Chi Executive Director of Singapore Business Federation. So, Chi um, Wee, how many of SBF's members do you aim to target? What is the size of companies and sectors you are looking at? Is it mainly SMEs at this point?
1: Well, we're, we're targeting to reach up to 300 companies, uh, regardless of the size. Uh, all are welcome to join. Um, we have so far had 250 participants attend our first seminar, uh, which suggests that there's a lot of interest in this subject matter. Uh, We hope that across the next two or three months, there'll be more participants who will be joining us. Um, We are company agnostic uh, or sector agnostic, meaning to say that companies, uh, all shapes and sizes, whichever sectors they think uh, would be appropriate, uh, are welcome to join us in this initiative.
0: Well, Jiwi, is there anything that you'd like to share with the business community and SME owners who are tuning in right now?
1: Yes, uh, I would just say that companies may face a lot of headwinds right now, uh, given the, the difficult economy or the uncertainty in the economy. But uh, SMEs or even the large companies do uh, note that actually investors want to invest in uh, companies which are sustainable or may require companies to procure from sustainable sources. So for those who are in this situation, if they do not do make this green transition, they may risk losing their contracts or investors may also bypass these companies. Um, to look for other greener companies. Sustainability can be a key differentiator for your business. The discerning customers may demand that you produce goods and services that are sustainable. And again, ignoring them can only be detrimental. So the last thing that I wanted to uh, sort of last point that I want to make is really the SMEs will eventually be the backbone of our green supply chains. And once the major demand drivers start to align to investment and compliance requirements. uh, We definitely will need all the SMEs to be on board with them in order to be able to produce the goods and services that are sustainability sort of uh, centered or focused. So I would urge our SMEs to take the, the first steps to do so because this is no longer an option. It is really an imperative.
0: And imperative indeed. Uh, so Chiwi, one last thing. Outside of the MAP initiative, I also want to get SBF's uh, take on this as a trade association. We've heard about firms going green, but really how big of a shift is this? Will we see firms here in Singapore radically transform their business models towards their green goals? If so, is there anything that retail investors who are invested in these local firms be aware about?
1: Well, the magnitude of this transition will really depend on what the business owner intends to do. Our advice to SMEs in particular is to start with pilots, learn from them, and then progressively expand their scope. For example, you can begin with small steps to manage energy consumption or switch to greener energy. But this can be extended to other areas of business, including sourcing of your materials for production, your supply chain process, your human resource practices, etc. All of this actually will happen over a period of time, and investors shouldn't be overly concerned that business models will drastically shift overnight. If anything, I think uh, for most companies, adopting sustainability in their business may mean an improvement in their approach to sourcing for materials, managing supply chains, improvement to HR practices, uh, improvement to reporting and governance structure. All of which I think can only make them more appealing to customers, investors, shareholders.
0: Right, lots to look forward to indeed. Thank you very much, Chiwi. That was Tan Chiwi, Executive Director of Advocacy and Policy Division, Singapore Business Federation. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.